This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Scott Agnes, who covers the Indiana Pacers for Fieldhouse Files and has a great perspective on the impact that Tyrese Halliburton has made on the Pacers franchise and the entire city of Indianapolis. Scott took some time with us after the NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis this past weekend and has some great stories about Tyrese. We really hope you enjoyed this visit with Scott Agnes of Fieldhouse Files. Well, our guest here today on the Sidecast is Scott Agnes, who covers the Indiana Pacers for Fieldhouse Files and does a terrific job covering the franchise and what a big weekend it was for the franchise. Scott, thanks for taking the time and just give us your reflections on All-Star Weekend with Indianapolis hosting and Tyrese being a starter. What was the vibe in the arena throughout the weekend? Yeah, it's good to be on with you and it was tremendous. I mean, I'm sure as Iowa State fans are well aware, like Tyrese, whatever he's involved with, he fully embraces. And we talk about his assists and setting everybody up. He was all about doing that this weekend, doing whatever he was asked from the city, from the Pacers, from the NBA. He was joking throughout the weekend several times how he was being referred to in the locker room as kind of the prom king of the weekend, bouncing around to different media opportunities and then joining the Pacers for their own tip-off party on Thursday. He had his own party. He had sponsorship obligations. So uh, it has been a whirlwind weekend that he completely embraced as kind of the face of the Pacers, as the face of the NBA, I think you could argue over the last several days in trying to allow for Indy to maximize this opportunity to host the All-Star Game for the first time in 40 years. Well, the game itself is obviously more of a showcase than really a competition, but a large audience got to see Tyrese's skill set for themselves, and he certainly could have won MVP. But bottom line, I think he seemed to have won over a lot of people. Yeah, should have won MVP. I mean, <laughs> you look at the comparisons of Damian Lillard, who is going after his shots, and Tyrese has never been a guy to do that. He can, and that's something when he came to Indianapolis several years ago that he had to figure out the balance between uh, having that killer instinct and taking over late in games, which is not the normal for him. The normal for him is setting each other's up and making the right basketball play. And so in this instance, it was on brand to see him out there trying to do just that, not necessarily looking or hunting a shot like Damian Lillard did. I was surprised by the vote. I really was. He got five votes. Damian Lillard received seven of them. But all in all, that can't put a damper, I don't think, on the tremendous weekend that he and this city had. Yeah, and to hear the comments from Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller and you know some of the NBA royalty, some of the, the top 100 players in NBA history, so many of them, so complimentary of Tyrese and so willing to share that they feel like he can be a great face for the NBA moving forward. I mean, that that's pretty heady stuff for a young guy. It is, and I thought we saw a little bit during the, his TNT on-court interview. Of course, he's not going to decline stuff like this. That's what, one thing that makes Tyrese special. Like, he's in the middle of the warm-ups, and it was planned, but they have him throw on a headset, and while he's shooting, he's answering questions, and among the things uh, was Shaq saying, hey, I don't have a question for you. I want to give you some advice. Take over. Make this your game. And going back... To our previous question, of course he didn't do that. So more than anything, though, I mean, it was great to see the number of cheers, the smile that was still on his face by the end of it, because he had to be worn out like the rest of us and considering all that he had been through. Because here's the thing I don't think a lot of fans necessarily understand is more than anything, the All-Star Weekend has become about players, promotions, 
partnerships, sponsorships, and the same is true for the league as a whole. That, in large part, is contributing to the lack of competitiveness, let's say, of the All-Star game. By that time, they are exhausted, and they are counting down the minutes until they are on their chartered flight out of whatever city they're in. And I can tell you, for example, leaving my media seat you know, on the club level up at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, by the time I got down to the interview room area, LeBron was already talking. Because he didn't play in the second half, he was, uh, you know, last year he played a, a small workload too, uh, but he, he's essentially made this a 24-hour weekend for him because it's, year, you know, 20 of being an all-star. He comes in, makes an appearance, does a media interview, talks after the game, and gets on his way both to rehab, to rest, and probably to mix in a vacation warm somewhere. Well, you know, that moment that you mentioned with Shaq when he was mic'd up during warm-ups, that really struck me too because... I've known this about Tyrese for years, but I think the world's learning. He's so comfortable in his own skin that yes. that he can joke around with an NBA legend older than him, like Shaquille O'Neal, and it's like the two have known each other for years and they're best friends. And that's just his that's just his personality, and it just it just shines through all the time. But he is so comfortable in those settings, and you feel that with everyone. I'm sure you saw it as well. It's energizing. I think the best word someone used was magnetic. You just want to be around him. You want to see that smile. You, We see on the court, it's not in sh- it's in showmanship, but not in bragging. But after he knocks down a three, sometimes he'll do a kind of a shuffle back. That's kind of his he's heating up moment if he's made two or three of those. Some guys, you get the negative connotation, like, oh, gosh, here he goes. With Tyrese, you're seeing kids do that in the park now. Like, there was a fan, <laughs> I kid you not, doing a – I think it was for Hoosier Lottery doing a half-court shot or something. He made it for $25,000, and what did he do? He did the Halliburton skip afterward. <laughs> so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Ty is just so magnetic, and he's comfortable in his own skin and comfortable around others. And in this role, I, I think he eased into it a little bit because it can be alarming um, and jarring to go from one franchise. And in your mind, even though it wasn't this way, in his mind it was, they don't want me. I'm not good enough. That's why you move on from me. But that wasn't the case. It was the Pacers really wanted you that they traded a multi-time all-star to go get you and make you the face of the franchise. He's come to realize that he signed that mega contract in the offseason. I think he realizes as part of that, I have a lot more responsibilities off the court, and I'm going to make sure I do every one of those. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Yeah, and I'm not surprised at all that Tyrese has embraced that community. He's always been that charismatic guy that's wanted to give back. And, you know, I, I, one of my favorite things when, when is when the Pacers put out the videos of young kids that Tyrese plucks out of the crowd and has them throw passes to him in warm-ups. Uh, you know, it's just awesome because they'll make 15 shots in a row and you'll say, well, little uh, Tommy got 16 assists there, you know, on, on Tyrese's 16 made baskets. But it's, it's just fun. And tell me some other things that you've kind of witnessed in regard to Tyrese embracing the community? First thing that stands out is obvious. It's after he finishes his pregame warm-ups. We're talking in about an hour and a half before the game. He goes down the tunnel and will sign every single autograph that is there. I'm not talking two or three. It's probably at least a dozen, and it's every single game. Sometimes team security for him has to step in and go, all right, Ty, like that's enough. You've been here 10 minutes. We got to keep it moving here. You have a game to prepare for, but... Uh, in context, I can tell you a lot of guys will sign a couple. Some won't. And I and I don't begrudge them for that. Everybody has their own routine and everything. But Tyrese makes a point every time to do that because he was that little kid 
back in the day. He was the kid trying to go to the WWE and tournaments and see those those uh, individuals. And, and the same thing holds true here with basketball. The other thing is, is I think he's done a great job of not forgetting where he comes from, um, whether it's Iowa State and, and those connections, how uh, the team was in Utah, right? And he stayed behind to attend the BYU game. He had to get special permission, to be clear, from the team to do that. That is unusual. It also speaks to his relationship with the franchise, allowing the face of the franchise to stay behind. But that for him to go out of his way to make that ask with the team so that he could see his guys, and then, sure, I'll go on the TV broadcast. Like, he doesn't have to do any of that. And that was actually even more notable, I can tell you, because he hadn't talked since his injury. So he hadn't done any media interviews oh, wow. for a week because it's not required by the league. And then more to that, even I go back to a game in Milwaukee earlier in December. They're coming off this run with the in-season tournament. He, he already made a promise to his high school that he would stop by, come through. Well, it's not right there in Milwaukee. It's up in Oshkosh. It's a driveway. Right. He's right. exhausted. So he talks with coach. He talks with his high school coach and says, hey, how about you bring the guys? Let's make this a special day for them. Bring them a shoot around. We'll all talk to them. They can get shots up with us afterward. Then we'll go back to the team hotel. And while we're at the team hotel, I'll talk. I'll have Rick Carlisle talk to you guys as well and give them an NBA experience that some of them, probably most of them, have not experienced and may not ever experience. Um, this is something you can't buy in even an auction. Like That's a once-in-a-lifetime experience that probably topped whatever his visit was going to be if he went back to Oshkosh North. That's an incredible story, Scott. And, and when he did come out to Provo, he brought his parents with him, too, which isn't surprising. He's very close right. with his parents. He brought Taylor Horton Tucker from the Jazz with him as well. Have you got to know Tyrese's parents? Because when you when you, see, when <laughs> oh, you yeah. see his personality, you realize he didn't the apple didn't fall too far from that tree. No, and I think you see the best of, of both of them come out. Brenda, of course, very mild-mannered, has not wanted to do any media interviews. The most supportive human that you see around this team. And you talk about... Uh, Tyrese want to be want to be loved and embraced and Tyrese wanting to reciprocate that. I think he gets a lot of those great qualities probably from Brenda, who I think the first and first game she had ever missed. It was because of plane troubles going down to I want to say Texas Tech, Texas A&M. Correct. Uh, Texas Tech. Yep. Yeah, there you yep. go. And I mean, that's quite dedication for a mom of multiple kids. Right. This isn't her only child here secondly then john there's that personality there's the showmanship there's the great quote um i've had many conversations as i'm sure all of us have with john who just is so proud where literally wears tyrese's face on his sleeve and is the most proud father you could ever be and he set him up in these ways i'm sure all your audience has probably heard the stories right of you know john owning a uh, coaching and only having a gym and Half of that court was dedicated to Tyrese on one end of the floor while he put some of the girls through drills at the other end. And then eventually, once Tyrese got old enough, he was he was mixing in and getting some work in to some extent with those young players. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. You can see where those qualities come from. I'll, I'll share with you two stories about Tyrese in college that I think you'll get a kick out of. Uh, number one, that game at Texas Tech was the only game that Tyrese's parents missed. And this was even after he got hurt. So, you know, he hurt his wrist midway through his sophomore year, missed the last 13, 14 games. Yeah. And his parents still went to every game, home or away, and supported the other guys. And, and that's just a great testament to the kind of people they are. And then I, I think you'll really get a kick out of this one. So we, Cyclones were playing out in Maui at the Maui Invitational. And uh, Tyrese's dad gets picked out of the crowd to shoot the shooting contest, you know. <laughs> And he's not a great shooter, okay, but but man, is he hamming it up and going crazy. And uh, it's great because it's on the ESPN telecast. But 
he's going absolutely nuts and playing the crowd and all the Iowa State fans are just going crazy because they all know who he is. And Tyree says, I'm trying to focus in the huddle and try to figure out what we're doing. And I look up and there's my dad out there, you know, shooting and going nuts. And it's like, oh man, I got no chance. So it, it is special. Regardless of your profession, the color of your collar, or your standard of style, step confidently into the spotlight with authentic brand gear. It's the premium label our team wears, and you too can enhance your company's image with authentic brand. Insist on it from your trusted supplier. Scott, I wanted to ask you about, because you touched on the phrase being the face of the franchise, and some guys want no part of that. But Tyrese has always been very loyal to whoever believes in him. You mentioned that also. He certainly did that at Iowa State. He did that in Sacramento, and now he's doing it with the Pacers. How fortunate do the Pacers feel to have, A, a great player, but B, also one who is willing to lead that way publicly? Yeah, that's huge because not all stars are built this way. Not all players are based this way. Um, Tyrese, for one, is just a great spokesman. Like, he, he presents himself well. He presents his teammates well. He's as unselfish on the court as he is off the court in many ways. And and you look around the league, right, and some of the guys are just about basketball. Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic, it's just it's business for them. It's work for them. Uh, hopefully it's still a little bit fun for them, but it does go out the door a little bit once you move on, I think, from college because now you're getting paid and it's strictly business. But Tyrese, like several players in front of him, have just embraced that entirely. And there's a lot that comes with that, both the pressure, the time commitments, uh, having to watch what you say because every word and every sentence is constructed you know, and, and torn apart or it can be if you, if you say the wrong thing. But it is a burden, but it's a welcomed burden. I think is the best way to put it with Tyrese and, and he comes in and starting in July, his max contract takes over. It's the largest contract in franchise history. It's more money than guys like Reggie Miller made in their career. This is just one window of his career. So the, he, I think he recognizes he's a guy that follows the game closely is watching it on his off night is watching through clips. And, and I can tell you not a lot, of, not a ton of guys necessarily do that. Some of them turn off basketball. Let's say when they get home, Tyrese is all about ball. He's all about, you know, representing who he is, who his family is, and the franchise is. And so the Pacers are very, very fortunate. And you just hope guys don't change because we do see that. We saw how Paul George changed. We saw how Victor Oladipo changed here as a Pacer. And they got to just think they're lucky stars, what they got and found in Tyrese because there's no doubt they thought he was very uh, high-quality player, high-quality character. But nobody could have foreseen him making the leap certainly not this early not still on his rookie contract well scott on the floor let's talk about that because the numbers are absolutely amazing you have to go back to john stockton to find a single season assist numbers like tyrese is putting up right now and he's doing it while scoring at a high level and shooting unbelievable percentages can you put into context just how great of a season tyrese halliburton is having right now yeah i think one you'd go back to He's still at the point where he has not played in the quote unquote big games. He has not reached the playoffs. He's made that clear uh, that that's that's what this season and moving moving forward, what it's all about. Before you're even talking about the NBA finals, he wants to get to the playoffs and experiencing that winning. And then this all started, I would say, going back to his offseason, which was very busy. But in late July, going to Vegas and then overseas with Team USA, which was a dream of his. And while they did not have success there, finished fourth lost to Canada, those things uh, certainly upset him, but I think they they fueled this motivation, and more than anything, too, 
it helped create relationships with other players around the league. So you go back to our previous question and talking about him being the face of the franchise. Part of that includes your relationships with other players and maybe trying to recruit them. It's not as simple as making an ask or anything like that. But I think the biggest thing that you can tell from this season in particular is you know opposing players have taken notice. They see how much joy he plays with. They see how much fun his teammates have and how he makes them better. And I think that's the best way to encapsulate his season. He could he could score 30 points a game if he really wanted to, but he doesn't go after that. And I think the best stat line that has stood out is the probably half dozen games here this season where he's had 20 points, 12 rebounds, and zero turnovers. It's the efficiency, it's the involvement of his teammates, and the joy in which he plays with that makes him a player that Pacer fans have come to love here. Well, the Pacers have made several roster moves lately and and big moves. How do you think it will impact Tyrese and this team moving forward? Yeah, with Pascal Siakam, you finally have a kind of second guy that you can really turn to, and, and that can be taken in a number of different ways. One, just another guy that can help balance out scoring, but you go to the playoffs, things slow down, maybe they try to eliminate your first option. Well, that's where you need a guy like Siakam who could step up, take over. He's an NBA champion, multi-time all-star. That's the type of player that every franchise would like to sign in the offseason. And you can't just wait anymore. There's basically something called pre-agency that franchises like the Pacers especially have to get involved with. Because Siakam, who's probably going to sign a max contract this offseason, is usually not going to choose a franchise like the Pacers. We see it even... Uh, before Giannis with Milwaukee, they just don't get stars. But I think Milwaukee, which is so ironic because it's Tyrese's hometown team, it's nearby of Oshkosh, is that somewhat the model, I think, of what the Pacers are hoping for? Not to say Tyrese can can or will be anything maybe like Giannis, but the magnetic force that he can be for the franchise and attracting talent to create sustained success for a decade here, that's what they're trying to get accomplished. So, yeah, the numbers have been great. But it's everything else that pops, I think, more than anything, because he's completely changed the trajectory and sped up this rebuild uh, much more than the Pacers front office could have imagined. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. You kind of touched on this, Scott, but it seems that players around the league are really excited when they join the Pacers. And I know Doug McDermott was very excited to get back. With the way this team scores and having a guy who facilitates and truly wants to get everyone involved, do you feel that vibe that when players come to Indianapolis, they're really excited about what might happen there? Yeah, that's absolutely it. I mean, last year, Miles Turner playing with Tyrese for the first time in a full season had a career year. Uh, Obi Toppin getting more opportunity and more minutes to be clear, but also having a better year. McDermott, part of that's he was in a losing situation, right? I think they would win 10, 15 games down in San Antonio. It was a clear rebuild, and he loved his situation in Indiana in Indianapolis. He left it only to go sign the max contract, the max uh the most money that he was offered, to be clear, several years ago. But you're you're absolutely seeing it. I was talking with Jalen Brunson after the All-Star game. Those two got close during Team USA. They stay close. Their their girlfriends, wives are close. Like, and that's also the other thing that's I think notable about Tyrese is he tries to make this and it probably again goes back to his parents. He tries to uh, make it family oriented. He has four courtside seats 
he, he makes sure they have seats, but sometimes it'll be friends that are sitting in there. Uh, maybe it's his brother. Maybe it's James Johnson when he gets away for a game and then gets re-signed, whatever. That's the the habits, the, the environment that he wants. And, and you'll often see with a star like him, they'll try to replicate that. And, and more to that, that magnetic pull will be fruitful even more so than it has been. I can guarantee you that. What do you recall about the day that the Pacers traded for Halliburton? Because they gave up a great player to get a great player, but I'm guessing nobody could see this coming with the kind of numbers we just talked about that he's putting up. Yeah, that's 100% right. I think, first of all, uh, most fans kind of were unsure of Halliburton's game purely because, hey, look, he's in Sacramento. That specific time, that's three hours later. Game times are tipping off at 10, 1030. Is he really that good? What's his game like? I mean, he's with that De'Aaron Fox guy. Like, I think that was kind of those generic thoughts uh, that Pacers fans had. And also, it was felt more, no doubt, that Miles Turner was more on the trade block. He had been included or offered, I should say, in several different deals since 2020. And Domas really hasn't. However, before the season, you know, it, it started to be clear maybe he was on his way out. Not completely clear, but you could maybe start to see writing on the wall. But we all thought, it was probably going to be Miles Turner because also uh, last several years, they had been running this two center system that just was not fruitful, was not working, and they need to make some kind of change. So to move on from Sabonis, who was a, a an all-star and just taking off, uh, was stunning. Yet at the same time, this franchise had lacked a quality point guard. I go all the way back from a familiar name, Jamal Tensley in the early 2000s. <laughs> in fact, another Iowa State guy right there. Well, I'm old, so I thought you might say Don Boosie, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad you went with Jamal. That's okay. that's it was great when uh, Tyrese matched his uh, franchise assist record earlier this season. That was pretty cool for Iowa Staters. Well, Tyrese is still so young, Scott. I mean, he turns 24 here next week, and he sure sounds like a guy that wants to build something really special right where he is. How unique is that in today's NBA? I think it's it's. It's not unique in terms of them talking about it, and, and but is he being about it? Is he acting on it? Is he making the call? The one unique thing I can say about Tyrese's situation for probably a limited number of stars uh, and then other superstars in the league is he's involved in everything. So when they thought about, or no, they went and offered DeAndre Ayton an extension, Tyrese Halliburton was there and was texting with DeAndre Ayton. You bring up Pascal Siakam. Before that even happened, Tyrese was on the phone when Bruce Brown was a uh, free agent July one. It was Tyrese Halliburton who reached out, called, tried to help sell him on the, the Pacers. So that kind of goes back to our previous question with, you know, how much is he willing to participate in all that? And I think that just shows how committed he is to his team and what they are trying to do and him understanding again, that burden of it's all on me here. We can go as far as certainly front office is willing to commit money as I have a good coach and a Hall of Fame coach in Rick Carlisle, and they allow me to do stuff. And among those things, too, by the way, which I hadn't got into, is the freedom in which he's able to run the offense. Rick Carlisle, very rarely, when Ty is out there, is calling plays, is is slowing things down at all. They talk about this stuff all the time, uh, kind of like a game plan in football, I think. And, hey, this is what we want to attack. Let's take a look at this. This is often open against those teams. And, and Tyrese is so cerebral and knows the game and knows opponents so well that he could probably do it on his own. But that's also one way in which Rick Carlisle's evolved a great deal as a, a Pacers coach. When he was the coach back in you know early 2000s, he was calling a play like every time down the floor. <laughs> and also speaks, I think, to the way the NBA game has evolved, where it's very free-flowing and 
racing up the court. Not only are the Pacers scoring a lot of points, they're number one in transition and, and trying to capitalize quickly. And yeah, there's there's so many things that Tyrese does that makes this team go. Well, that leads me to my final question for you, Scott, which is obviously winning championships is the ultimate goal. How confident are the Pacers that they have the centerpiece to build around and build a championship team? Yeah, I think very confident in him being the centerpiece and that focal point. No doubt about that, because uh, the way in which he just makes others better while piling up whatever is needed out on the court, whether that's points, whether that's assists. I mean, just to see what he's done in the last couple of weeks while he's been, I don't even know what he was. Let's call it 80%. That might be high. I'm not sure. But for him to go out there and, and play 25 minutes per game and still get more assists per game than probably like all but two or three others in the league while he's not even feeling like himself completely just yet uh, speaks to where he's going. But in the in the big picture, no doubt he's a, he's that he was the starting point. He's the pillar to what they're trying to do moving forward. They're confident that Pascal can be another one. And then realistically, you hope they can consolidate the roster some this offseason after getting to the playoffs and add another pillar. Is would be the hope. You really need two to three stars and then a great supporting cast. They have a good supporting cast, one of the best benches, and they have Tyrese that could u- really use that three that three and D wing that every team covets, and I think that would help make them into contenders. Pascal made them from a, a playoff hopeful to a playoff team, I believe, and now they want to succeed with that and then get to the next level. Scott, thanks for taking so much time. This has been awesome for Iowa State fans. I'm sure they're enjoying hearing about Tyrese's success. We wish you continued success with Fieldhouse Files, and I'm sure it's a blast right now covering the Pacers. So hopefully that continues for you right into the playoffs. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I know how much Iowa State fans mean to Tyrese, so I absolutely wanted to uh, do, join you and talk about the great things that I see from Ty. It's funny, you could... You can, it feels like, you know, I'm, I'm with him or something, the positive things that I'm saying, but it's also true. It's almost uh, surreal that, you know, you're just gushing with praise because of the impact that he's had. So thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. You don't, you're right. You don't have to sugarcoat anything with that guy. No. It's all, it's all the real deal. Thanks so much, Scott. Appreciate it. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.